1: Pro Bowl vote is here, and awesome Pro Bowl starts with awesome players, and your vote helps decide who gets a spot on the AFC and NFC rosters. Show your love, cast your vote, and make sure your favorite players make it to the 2020 Pro Bowl. Vote today and be entered to win exclusive prizes at NFL.com slash Pro vote. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. I am not Marcus Grant. Uh, Marcus, no, uh, is feeling a bit under the weather, so we are giving him the day off. Yeah, we hope you feel better. get healthy, get better, my friend. Yeah. Although I think maybe he just celebrated the Niners beating the Packers too much last night,
2: and he decided, eh, I'm going to take the morning off. Man, that wasn't even... I I don't even want to call that a win. That was just a true beatdown. The Packers didn't even show up. Niners were the true best team.
1: Yep. Uh, That voice you hear uh, is the dulcet tones of Mr. Graham Barfield, the Fantasy Viper.
2: How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Uh, We were just chatting a little bit before the show. It sounds like we both had good fantasy weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) fantasy is the only thing that kept me sane this weekend fantasy is the only thing that matters and we'll talk about that 12 leagues looks like i'm gonna win at least nine maybe 10 i i already beat maurice jones drew in one league i might beat him in another depending on what happens with todd Gurley and justin tucker believe it or not and then in the allison chains league uh i took out my pal jerry cantrell who was in first place so uh pretty good uh before we get into things we're gonna go back behind the glass to our pal edward murphy (laughs) what's up bro
3: so it was a great, great week for us, right? NFC East football, I mean... Uh, it was it The the, the only team that, the, the worst team in the division, the only one that won, the Washington Redskins, which did me a huge favor because it's helping the tank. The tank keeps rolling. Giants yeah. lose one to the Bears. Redskins win a game. Giants yeah. now tie with them for uh, wins. The only thing Giants fans are tracking right now is
2: the draft order. It's pretty great. The,
3: you know what? It's funny because there are some uh, friends of mine and people I, I've seen on Twitter who cover the team who are saying that It's been three seasons of this. It's time for that You want to see winning football. You want to show some life. And and I get that to an extent, but this deep into the season with two wins, it's like, well, you're just only hurting yourself in the long run. If you can get a premier player like a Chase Young, you keep
2: losing and you get that player. Yeah, and they're trying to build, obviously, around Daniel Jones, too. And having an earlier pick is going to make sense. Dave Gettleman never trades back. Never. Never Never trades back. So you guys will be picking for sure in the top five. (laughs) That's exactly true. But, uh, yeah, you'll get a great player at least. I hope.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's get into our uh, headlines.
0: Let's do the
1: news. I think the biggest headline from this weekend, and there were several, were the number of big name quarterbacks who sucked. Right. Okay. When you look at the top quarterbacks for week 12, you're looking at Ryan Tannehill, Sam Darnold, Jameis Winston, Baker Mayfield, Kyle Allen, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay? It's not until the number seven quarterback that you get to a name you've heard, Drew Brees, or at least that you know. Uh, This week, we saw Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. I'm not done yet. And Dak freaking Prescott, who I'll get into, score fewer than 11 and a half fantasy points. And I said this at the beginning of the year, and it is it is ringing true now. There's one or two quarterbacks in this league that are matchup proof. And we all know Patrick Mahomes is one of them now, Lamar Jackson. He may be more matchup proof than, than, than Mahomes at this point. But guys... These big name quarterback and I get Russell Wilson to a point. I mean, listen, you know, Philadelphia is really good on their home field. So I guess I gave him a pass in this one. But I mean, like Ryan, great matchup. Dak. okay, he's been great this year. Bad matchup. Carson Wentz. The matchup was there. His weapons weren't Tom Brady. And I'm going to talk about a little uh, a little rumor that I've heard about Tom Brady uh, a little bit later on. But. These guys are all matchup-based right. starters now, despite right. the names.
2: Yeah, and that's kind of where we're at with with fantasy now. Is is I think you know we've got a bunch of really good quarterbacks in the NFL right now, but uh, like you mentioned, a lot of them are matchup matchup-based starters. Look, I I'll own the DAC thing, man. Like Dallas had. So you got me. M- you got me a yeah, little excited, look, Graham. I, I and know. I told you not to do it. I, I know, and I, I deserve <laughs> I deserve the scorn. Look, like like I I thought. We stink. It, look, Dallas Dallas has not been able to win one of these games that really matter in a long time. And I thought this was their time, right? The Patriots are beatable. They only put up 13 points yesterday, Fab. Should we get into this now? Yeah. I mean, Eddie? like, it, it's just... Um, Should we get into this now? We're talking about quarterbacks here. Matt Ryan, too, w- yesterday was just... Uh, everybody loved him in the industry. Everybody. I, I mean, and he was... He started off well. And then yeah. it went to well, garbage. He had, a, he had 100 yards in the first quarter, and you're thinking, oh, he's on pace for another 300-yard yeah. day. He'll throw two scores. <laughs> and then, of, and of course, the
1: it. garbage time score yeah. goes to Matt
2: Schaub. Well, Although, Calvin Ridley was, owners, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Ridley owners take uh, that got one. bailed out there. Let, but,
1: let, uh, yeah, let's go back to the Cowboys, okay? And everybody knows that I'm a Cowboys fan, uh, although uh, <laughs> I'm on the edge of just insanity at this point. Number one, refs, go to the internet. Go to my Twitter. And there is a, there is a gif up there of what a trip is. Okay, what the hell was that? Two. There had been four tripping calls all year long. Two in this game, and neither one was tripping. Neither one. Yeah. I'm tired of the referees
2: screwing us, Dallas as fans. Yeah. Dallas has had some calls go their way for sure. In the, no, in I know, I get game, it, I get it. In this game specifically, there was another play too uh, where I think it was really early in the game where I think Dak, Dak got hit late, like real, real mm-hmm. late, and it uh, was not called. Um, th- look, the refs are what they are at this point. The, the bigger point, the broader point that I'm taking away from this game is Dallas had so many opportunities to win. No, you're right. You're right. Had So many opportunities to win. And Jason Garrett just went full turtle mode. No, Jason Garrett needs to be fired. Yeah, which I'm
1: sorry. I am on the hashtag fire Garrett uh, bandwagon. I don't like him. I've never really been a fan of him. We've had some good seasons. Jason Garrett is a coward as a coach. You go for the touchdown when you get into the red zone against New England. When you're down, you don't kick a field goal. Yeah. My
2: my issue is like, okay, if you don't want to go for it in fourth and seven, whatever I mean there's six minutes ish left in the game not too bad but your first two play calls like not even trying to get into fourth and short just uh man I I just I should have known I should have known that Dallas is uh yeah still, so we are, still, we are
1: we are we are not and you what's not sucks? even remotely and, and I like that Jerry Jones was pissed after the game because he's got to get rid of Garrett he's got to get rid of him get him out well, this team is too talented to be this bad Okay, I don't even feel bad about losing to the Jets because they're probably a better team than the Cowboys are. The only thing that's different is that we play in a garbage division and we're going to win the division and get beat in the playoffs again. And that's what's going to happen. And I'm I'm tired of Jason Garrett. I want him out. Out. Bring somebody else in. Bring somebody who knows how to coach a team. Even Troy Aikman, who is a Cowboys freaking homer. Of course he is. Was crapping on the coaching because of the special teams. (laughs) I'm so mad. I'm so, I'm because the Patriots were ripe for the picking. Yeah, they okay? Right they now were the Patriots ripe are for the picking. Are very Their offense right is bad right yep. now. And I'm gonna tell you this.
2: Dallas's okay. defense played in they played in yes. exceptional games. Yes. Their defense was very good yesterday.
1: So Eddie, last last few games for the Pats, okay? Uh they scored twenty points against the Ravens. They scored 17 against the Eagles. They scored 13 against the Cowboys. Uh two of those three games were were uh, wins. Antonio Brown is on speed dial. I am. I'm telling you right now. Okay, I picked up Antonio Brown in every league that I could get him in, just in case. The Patriots are not going to win the Super Bowl with this offense right now. Even if Muhammad Sue comes back, I don't care. They're not winning, right? I mean, t- am I am I wrong? I don't know. Am I, I wrong? I think, you, you think they're going to be? I think so, Baltimore. I Baltimore shredded them. Look, they did. If they have to play the Ravens in the playoffs, yeah. Or if they have to play Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes healthy and a full complement. They can't keep up.
3: I, I, but what their defense is doing is like otherworldly, and and I think Tom Brady. The Cowboys really, are
1: not that good, though. I'm sorry. I'm I'm, see, I'm
3: aside from the Cowboys. I need to see Tom Brady go down this season to fo- to fully just move on from that chapter. They, there's still enough running backs. They still, I mean, Nikhil Harry had a great catch for a touchdown. But, He's back, but, but like, dude, you're not going to beat think. the
1: Ravens or the Chiefs with Nikhil Harry.
3: Like, so I think they could definitely beat the Chiefs. So I, I have friends I, that work
1: I, at Weei, and
3: I was a sports hub guy.
1: Yeah, and they're they're talking, you know, last week, it was not a coincidence that uh, Antonio Brown, who I dislike as a person, um, but I would start him on my fantasy teams, obviously. um, He apologized to Robert Kraft. From what I've heard, Robert Kraft is the guy that wanted him out. Tom Brady and Belichick wanted to keep him. And right now, that offense is awful. Okay, they're awful that that, you're going to Julian Eminem and that's it. Okay, I like Mohamed Sanu, but no. They need a guy who can actually stretch defenses and beat you. All right? Defenses don't have the game plan for Mohamed Frickin Sanu okay? or Nikhil Harry I think or so. Philip Dorsett when he's healthy. And then I'll have Rob Gronkowski, who, by the way, what the hell was that yesterday on Fox Sports? Uh, that's another story. If they if they find out from the NFL that everything's okay with Brown and, and, and in this investigation, the off-field stuff, right? You're not telling me Tom Brady's going not going to Brabbercraft and be like, listen, Bob. We're not going to win the Super Bowl with this offense the way it is right now.
2: We need I'm Antonio not, Brown. I'm not sure AB like you know right now based on the way they're playing. I mean they 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 need a field stretcher, but based on the way they're playing, I'm not sure AB is really going to. But maybe. A- but
1: but are they playing? Are they playing that way because they don't have
2: the personnel? Right. Because they're they're just a, this is the same Patriots offense. It's just a little more condensed because they don't have Gronk. They're they're, st- they're the same dink and dunk offense that's super boring that just matric- matriculates the ball down the field. They <laughs> I run love it.
3: Matriculates the they, ball down they, the
2: field. They run the ball a ton. And Michelle had a decent game yesterday. Yeah. I, I'm with Eight Eddie. That. I think they could beat the Chiefs. Sure. The Ravens. I think are the bigger task right now because you can run on the Chiefs. They can just control the game plan with the Chiefs. Totally. Play good play good defense. Have a couple big plays and win the game. But the, the Ravens are the ones that they should be more concerned about. Yeah. They had well, a few O line issues yesterday too. The, I mean, the the Cowboys' defense is
3: great, and I think that's the number one concern for the. Patriots. Patriots. I know like Shaq Mason was called for a bunch of penalties like if they if they figure out that I think they'll be fine don't like I said I'm a big Nikhil Harry fan I watch him a bunch I know of no, no I am too future here. but I think, I think he's he's really only played two good. weeks yeah. like yeah. I mean I think that he could be an, an awesome guy for them and, I, would obviously Antonio Brown if he's right will help any team offensively yeah. but I'm not sure if that's like what they really need and that's,
2: let's let's not forget too they finally got their left tackle Isaiah Wynn back yesterday which mm-hmm. was huge for them I mean, yep. he hadn't played basically all year and they were uh, really struggling at that spot.
1: I'm telling you, man, if you've got a dead spot on your roster, if you've got like a second tight end you don't use or a second kick or a defense, I don't know why you'd have that. I'd pick him up. And hell dude, I mean like w- what's the worst gonna happen? He doesn't
2: sign any he you cut him. Who cares? Uh but I wouldn't be surprised well, if that happened. Let's spin this into fantasy because Tom Brady has been just absolutely terrible. brutal. He's been brutal fantasy now. And fewer I, than fourteen points in three straight games in four of his last five. And here's the issue coming up, Fabs, is the the schedule is really nice. Really they get, good. They get the Texans, Chiefs, and Bengals over the next three weeks, but mm-hmm. at this point, it's basically we're, we're just betting on volume with, with Brady at this yep. point because he's thro- they're throwing a ton. I, I think I mentioned last week they're on pace to, or Brady's on pace to break his career record in pass attempts. That's still pretty much the case. Um, we're betting on volume here, but the next three matchups are really good.
1: Yeah, yeah, Houston, Kansas City, and then Cincinnati in the second week of the fantasy playoffs. Uh, moving on, uh, we talked about Matt Ryan and uh, the, the, uh, the question of whether or not the long-term Uh, Sort of the big picture Atlanta Falcons defense or the short term last couple of weeks Atlanta Falcons defense. What was going to play out? It was the long term Atlanta Falcons defense, although it started off bad for Jameis, but Jameis had a Jameis game. Had a couple of interceptions. Yeah, we talked about
2: it on the Friday. Over pod.
1: 20 that's, fantasy that's points. That's the Jameis experience. Yep, that's it. And uh, and next week, I believe he has Jacksonville. So uh giddy up. He's he's got a he's got a pretty good schedule down the stretch. Uh, moving away from the quarterback position, Eric Ebron has been placed on uh, injured reserve, which means Jack Doyle is going to be a hot name off the waiver wire uh, this week. Not saying he's going to light the world on fire, but Ebron out. You know they're still down. David Funches. Paris Campbell still banged up. They've got T.Y. back, although he was on a snap count last week. Uh, The Colts have, I believe, Tennessee coming up in week 13. So Jack Doyle, if you need a tight end, uh, should be... Uh, one of the most added players in fantasy. And then finally Mason Rudolph was benched in favor of Devlin
2: Hodges. I'm laughing at I'm laughing at Marcus still put this together. In favor. In I favor
1: mean, of because yeah, because is, Rudolph is it was really garbage. In favor? Yeah, he of, was terrible. Of Duck Hodges, He was terrible. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Hodges started next week. Uh, Pittsburgh's oh, yeah. got a home game against Cleveland. That ought to be interesting.
2: Steelers uh you know <laughs> The Steelers traded from Minka, got a few wins. Uh, they're now six and five. They're going to finish like pretty. Much, I mean, they're going to finish like seven to nine or eight and eight, eight and eight, something yeah. like that. Uh, and it's just funny because like they are a team that desperately needs a high pick, and they're going to end up winning just too, just a few too many games to get that
1: high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, James Washington was nice. Uh, it was. We, we kind of I liked him as a sleeper this week uh, without Juju. Hopefully Juju's going to be back. He had tweeted and posted stuff on social media that that seemed to uh, uh, you know target him being maybe back in week thirteen we shall see. Uh and that's pretty much everything you need to know.
2: That
0: was the news.
1: So week twelve was kind of one of those sideways weeks. We've been seeing a lot of those where like the matchups just didn't pan out. Uh sometimes it did, but oftentimes you're left scratching your head, like if you started Matt Ryan for example. Um, Or Carson Wentz, uh, for that matter. Although, well, once we found out that Aguilar and and Alshon were out and the weather wasn't great, uh, Wentz was was uh, a lot less attractive. But speaking of quarterbacks, can we talk about Ryan Tannehill a little bit? Ryan Tannehill had four touchdowns yesterday. He had 32 fantasy points, okay? He has had multiple touchdowns in every game since he's taken over as the Titans' starting quarterback. He has scored 19-plus points in every single game, but one, and in that game, he was at 18.9, so he's pretty close. Ryan Tannehill is owned in 4.6% of NFL.com leagues. He's got Indianapolis, Raiders, it's really Texans, nice. and then the Saints in Week 16. Is Ryan Tannehill a potential league winner if you have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, yeah. or Matt Ryan on
2: your roster right now? I won't go as far to say a league winner, but he's a definite QB1. The biggest thing for him over is the last amazing, couple Is that amazing or what? Yeah, the biggest thing for Tannehill over the last couple of weeks is he's scrambling a ton of me. He's got over 30 yards rushing yep. in his last three games. He's got you know two rushing scores yesterday, had another one back in week nine. Um, Fabs, this is just... It, it's hilarious to me that the Titans' offense just needed to get rid of the ball and chain. Of Marcus Mariota, Mariota, exactly. And Ryan Tannehill is uh, is taking them to new heights, which is just, uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm actually kind of happy for Tannehill in a way. Me that too. He, gets, he gets away from that Miami team, gets another shot, and is playing extremely well. But yeah, for fantasy, he's been fantastic. I talked about him weeks ago. Yeah.
1: And I was say, hey, I don't care what his name is. He's scoring points. Go get him. I didn't necessarily think he was going to do this no. against Jacksonville. But uh, but hell, I mean, that was... That was <laughs> He's that was been- a heck of a performance. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is going to be a hot add off the waiver wire if he's still out there. He's and obviously, super he efficient
2: is. this year, too, yeah. including 72% of his passes, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing in this Titans offense. They All they need is just competent quarterback play that's somewhat efficient. Yeah. And Tannehill is giving them that and more. A.J. Brown had a big game, although I don't
1: know yeah. if I'm rushing up to pick him up the waiver wire. They're doing this without Corey Davis, who has been, I mean, he's playing, but... I mean, he's less. Yeah, he's less than another another first round bust at the wide receiver position. There's been a lot of those in the last decade or so moving on. Let's crap on the Cowboys a little bit more. Why don't we Um, Amari Cooper didn't have a catch. He almost had the catch almost had that catch. I screamed my head off. I think people in Marina Del Rey heard me when when he caught that. And then when I saw the replay, I'm like, ah,
2: it was really close.
1: So it was close. Amari Cooper was held to nothing. He had 6.8 the week before against Darius Slay and the Lions. He's banged up. He's got TreDavious White in week 13, Thanksgiving. And then he's got the Bears in week 14 and then he's got Jalen Ramsey in week 15 and then he's in Philadelphia for fantasy championship week.
2: At least that matchup's good. The schedule No, is- it's not.
1: Yeah. Eh, Philadelphia is eh. tough on their home field. He be is people. Amari Cooper a must start now? Yeah,
2: he's I, I he's think, still a must start. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Look, I mean, last week with Slay, uh, he still got eight targets, but he was limited to like 60% of the snaps, wasn't 100%. And this was always in the range of outcomes. Like, Bill Belichick is obviously known for just taking away teams' top options, and he did that yesterday. He put Stefan Gilmore on Cooper. Uh, Gilmore was on Cooper for basically every single snap yesterday, and he took him away. And, and that's... That that was always within the range of outcomes is is uh, is Cooper getting taken away. Now I thought if Cooper is going to get shut down, that Gallup and and, Co- and Cobb would have big games. And Cobb had a big gain. He had that one big play on the play action. Yeah, they he was a better cro- than I thought. Yeah, yes. they hit him on a crosser. But other than that, I mean this. Cowboys offense was just stagnant I mean they, their pass offense was just stuck in neutral all day yesterday and you know Cooper getting shut down was a big part of that I, I still I, I'm not overly concerned because this is the same player that was on pace to like I mean he was averaging Michael Thomas levels of fantasy production if you just drop that one game where he got her against the Jets um and you know I don't think you know while Tredavious White is good he's a really good player and he's been able to shut down other star receivers this year Mark Cooper's. uh He's he's one of the few guys that I would feel pretty comfortable being able to beat White. Okay. On Thanksgiving, so I'm 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 going back to him. Eddie, what do you think?
1: I mean, you're a Giants fan, you hate the Cowboys, but being completely unbiased. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I hate the Cowboys right now. Amari <laughs> uh, Cooper, he's you got a, him on your
3: fantasy team. I don't have him, but he's—I mean—he's still a difference maker. I mean, you got—he's the number one receiver on the depth chart for the Cowboys. That you have to trust, especially if you're in a PPR league. I mean, he—he's—he's he's a guy that you expect to make plays, and I can't see—I don't think you'd feel comfortable benching a guy
1: like him. Maybe I'm just my take right now. I think um, you're a little upset. I'm a little upset. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> number one, trolls on Twitter who who crapped on me because I had Jalen Samuels as a start. Oh. Hey, hey guys, Look. If, if you do fantasy playoff, uh, I'm sorry, if you do fantasy running back rankings and you had Kareth freaking White on your rankings, send it into me, okay? Where the hell did that come from yesterday? They went to a four-headed monster, and Benny Snell led them in snaps, 48%. Jalen Samuels was held at 27.9% of the snaps. Is, is Benny Snell like a thing now?
2: I uh, look, the Steelers. are What the heck, can, please, James Conner? Can you get healthy? They are, yeah. They're just grasping at straws at this point. I mean, obviously, we we talked about it. they they benched Rudolph, uh, they they got Benny Snell back off of his meniscus tear, and he comes out and gets twenty one carries after, at almost hundred yards Yeah, after missing basically a month. Uh, this was just one of those things where we couldn't have possibly predicted it. I mean, uh, we know Jalen Samuels is not the best, at, you know, pure running back. He can catch, he is
1: every time Conner has been out, he's always been. That right. featured back,
2: right? But obviously the Steelers are 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 uh, are not feeling that way anymore. They are they've switched over, and you know what they kind of did that last week in a way. Uh, after James Conner went down, Trey Edmund and Samuel split snaps, and then they got Snell back, and obviously just felt like they wanted to see what they had there because mm-hmm. uh, it really they're they're just scrounging for options at this point. It, I think the days of uh, Jalen Samuels being a, a RB two when when Conner goes down are over because the snaps and and the usage is just way way down now.
1: So. Betty Snell's on the waiver wire, and you have Jay- you have um, Jalen Samuels. What are you doing? Ugh. You cutting Samuels and uh, picking up Snell?
2: I, I yeah, Cleveland coming up. I guess, but at the same time, I just I would prefer it's so to, hard. I would prefer to avoid the Steelers backfield if you're if yeah. you're not if you're not trying to wait on Connor.
1: Yeah, I have I have a bunch of shares of Connor, and I have Jalen in all but one league, and so I thought I was covered. Yeah, I'm not covered. Uh, So Benny Snell is going to be a thing uh, off the waiver wire this week. We'll find out what they do next week with that backfield. But again, another situation where a back goes down. Same things happened in Detroit, although we're going to talk about that next. And now you don't know what the hell to do. Um, And that's going to be the situation in Pittsburgh uh, until Connor comes back. Uh, Bo Scarborough, almost 50% of the snaps uh, and clearly is the featured. Yeah, he's their their featured guy now in Detroit. They're playing Chicago on Thanksgiving and the Bears... I mean, Eddie could run for 95 and a touchdown against that defense. They're awful right now. Although, what the hell's going on with Sa- Saquon Barkley? Oh, my God. <laughs> he's killing me. Um, So, Barsker, he's a thing now, Scarborough. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, 14 carries in Week 11, got 18 last week. He's had, like, over 80% of the Lions running back carries since, uh, since they've kind of shifted away over these last two weeks. J.D. Mm-hmm. McKissick and Ty Johnson are just basically change of pace guys but you know again this is the same thing we come back to with these bad offenses it's like how many times do you think they're going to be able to get in the red zone and and on thursday uh you know, against Chicago, Jeff Driscoll played one of his yep. worst games that uh, he's played as a pro. Definitely his worst game this year as a Lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I am not not going to be too you got to be
1: you got to be careful. Too happy
2: with uh, both Yeah, of, uh,
1: of quarterbacks like Driscoll who have come out and have big games out of nowhere because right. they're not dependable. Right. Scarborough is still available in over fifty percent of NFL.com leagues. He's a good pickup um, this week. For so sure. yeah, I, I mean, and, and if he's still out there, same thing with Jonathan the Williams too. And we could talk about him a, a little bit as well on the waiver wire segment here. Uh, moving on, uh, we talked about this a little little bit. Atlanta's defense. Yeah. Still bad, I guess.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what happened to, for the last two weeks, we were kind of on that. We were kind of on that on the Friday. I mean, podcast. we talked about that, it's like, you know, they played really well against the saints. They, they did a great job game planning against the saints. Uh, then Kyle Allen had one of the worst games I've seen from a quarterback this year. And, uh, and then they got appropriately roasted by Chris Godwin. Yeah.
1: I mean, but that, isn't that like, isn't that sort of like this year where Kyle Allen's got a home game against Atlanta and Everyone loves him as a sleeper. He's in DFS lineups. You're thinking he's going to give you 20 points and he's just hot trash. He goes to New Orleans the following week where he should be hot trash. He throws for three scores and he has over 20 points. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Welcome to fantasy football. Hey guys, fantasy football is not easy. It's very fun.
1: All right, it's it, it, it's it's yeah. Uh, a lot of the, about ninety percent of the gray hairs I got in the side of my head are, are caused by fantasy football. Uh, the other the other ten probably by the Cowboys. Um, I mean,
2: DJ Moore, real quick, if I can take an aside. DJ, I love him. Oh my god, him. I love him. DJ DJ Moore, I how love high, him. How high is DJ Moore going to go in fantasy? Next I love year? him. Third round. I was thinking third or fourth round, too. Yeah, I love he is DJ just Moore. such a stud, man. Yep, love he him. is such a stud. He was
1: one of my favorite wide receiver breakouts. It was him and Godwin for me uh, this year. Uh, the oh, I love DJ Moore. All right. Um, let, let's go to uh, real or mirage. Every time I see the word real, I think of Seinfeld. They're real and they're spectacular. So is is the, the player or players that I'm going to mention here, are they real and spectacular or are they just a mirage? And we're going to start off with Tyler Boyd, who admittedly I did not like this week. And I don't know that a lot of people liked him this week uh, against Pittsburgh. You know, you, you thought the targets were going to be there. But, I mean, he'd averaged seven points a game since Andy Dalton was benched. The last time he played the Steelers, they held him to next to nothing. And, uh, of course, he goes out and puts up a pretty good stat line. Yeah. fantasy points.
2: Yeah. Real Mirage? I, I want to say the talent is real. It's just the production, I think, is a mirage here. Uh-huh. He had the 47 yarder. The Steelers, we talked about this a little bit. Like, we would have loved to go into this game confidently starting Tyler Boyd because we've been picking on the Steelers slot coverage all year long. But just Ryan Finley has just been so brutal. So, so brutal yeah, all year. So bad. And, and they got, you know, obviously they got one big play out of Boyd. He had a decent game outside of that. But. I think it's a bit of a mirage, just because Ryan Finley is so bad. Boyd is extremely talented and has the ability, I think, to be a top fifteen, top twelve. He was
1: great the first fantasy, half of the season. Yeah,
2: top twelve fantasy receiver because I think he has that skill set and has the mm-hmm. role to do it. But it's just, I, I I'm, I'm not in on All Ryan Finley right. whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Uh, Latavius Murray. Now, if you're like me, you know, you're. I was watching. I was watching Red Zone on uh, on my phone uh, on the NFL Fantasy app. And one of the first things we see is like Saints running back, breaking one for a touchdown. And I'm like, wait a minute. That was their first drive of the game. It's not Alvin Kamara. (laughs) What the hell's going on? And it was Latavius Murray. He gave you 12 fantasy points. He only played 21 snaps. 35% of the snaps. It was still Alvin Kamara mostly in the second half. So do you feel like Murray has standalone value or is he kind of just a bench spot sort of burning a hole there?
2: Yeah, he's he's this is. I won't say Murray scoring touchdowns is a mirage because he can definitely do that in this offense, but he got just seven touches again yesterday. Like, if he doesn't have that one long score, he was a complete dud again. Uh, We've seen now all year long, when Alvin Kamara is healthy, it is his backfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, You mentioned the lowly snap rate again yesterday, and this is something that's been continuing for the most of this season. Uh, If Kamara gets hurt, Latavius Murray is a locked-in RB1, but he's pretty much unstartable and very unpredictable. He's going to have to rip off, like, you know, long scores I agree uh, with you to, there to have uh, to have fantasy value if you start them
1: yep I agree with you there um they've got Atlanta coming up on uh, on Thursday night Thanksgiving night so while you're in your trip to pan state or trip to fan what is it trip to fan state uh try to stay awake for that game uh, should be a lot of points at least for the Saints in that one uh let's stick with the Saints theme and Jared Cook now Jared Cook was a damn good fantasy tight end last season uh with he's the back the Oakland to Raiders. In that now This guy has now scored four touchdowns in his last five games, double-digit fantasy points in every single game since week five. He missed a few games with an injury and had 99 yards yesterday against Carolina. I assume we believe that this is real because... He's locked and loaded as a top 10 tight end every week now.
2: Yeah, we absolutely is. And we had better hope it this stays real because the tight end position is starting to get really, really thin out there. Yeah.
1: So I, I think we can both agree on Jared Cook. Uh, James White, and I talked about him a little bit earlier on. He was one of my favorite sleepers this week just because of the volume and the potential for him to see opportunities. Uh, he he had, a, had a great catch and run against uh, the Bengals. Now, do you trust him, though, as a long-term option? Uh, they've got the Browns coming up this week, James Washington. You would think Juju's going to be back sooner rather than later. Deontay Johnson was able to go yesterday as well. So uh, James Washington, though, has been putting up some decent numbers. Yeah, you know, what do we think?
2: Yeah, this is, you know, it took him... What over a month to kind of get into this lineup and start playing a little bit and getting some opportunity, uh, and when he has gotten opportunities, finally showed out a little bit. We've started to see a little bit of the talent start to, to seep through here, but I, I think it's a mirage just because I guess they're gonna go to Duck Hodges for the rest of the year, and Juju will be back. Duck uh, Hodges, and I don't think there's gonna be enough targets to go around, but it's definitely been nice to see Washington actually pop a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's shown us some signs for sure. Uh, maybe next year it could be his like his big breakout yeah, season. We got to get Big Ben with back Big there. Ben's back in there, uh, and um. I hate to say this, though. (laughs) The Cowboys. (laughs) Okay. Is that offense real or a mirage? It's not on the rundown, but I want to throw it out there to you guys. Uh, We've got Buffalo this week, and Buffalo's defense is tough. They're at home. Is there any Cowboy this week that you would sit because of that matchup?
2: No. They're at home. They're back in Jerry World. Dak has been ridiculous in Jerry World, too. I – Look, I I get. Yesterday was really brutal for you, Fabs. It was tough to watch, but thanks. I'm I'm telling you, I think I think it's gonna be okay. Dallas is definitely they're not close to where I thought they they might be. It's because our coaches suck. Oh well, that, yeah. I should have never. I should have. My first mistake was uh, was was trusting Jason Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> trusting Jason Garrett not to be a total dolt. Yeah. But <laughs> total dolt. I
1: love that. Hashtag total dote, yeah. uh, Eddie. Let's get that one trending on Twitter. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's move on to the waiver wire here. Um, our last part of uh, our Monday show here, uh, without our pal Marcus, who's at home, uh, hopefully chilling out with his uh, with his young son, resting up for the rest of the week. Um, we we talked about some of the waiver wire guys already. Ryan Tannehill is going to be a, a, a absolute ad this week. James Washington is going to be an ad this week, without question. Uh, I've got Jonathan Williams on here because we were. All kind of confused about the Colts in that backfield once we found out that Jordan Wilkins that wrong was week. going to be yeah. active. And Jordan Wilkins had one snap last week while Jonathan Williams had 43 uh, against Houston. So Williams is going to be probably the, the highest added player this week um, just because, well, somebody's got to carry the ball. And they seem to have dedicated themselves to using Jonathan Williams out of nowhere as a featured back. Benny Snell, we talked about already. We talked about Jack Doyle. Um, Doyle's going to get a lot more opportunities that you, maybe a few more opportunities with Eric Ebron, uh, now out. Ebron, I think had four catches, the, uh, yesterday. Darius Slayton, he have a great game yesterday. I don't know that he's my jam as we talk about on TV because golden Tate is, is obviously still getting his share of opportunities. Uh, Sterling Shepard had five catches yesterday and I believe had eight or nine targets, um, off the top of my head. Yeah, he did. Evan Shep- Ingram, I gotta talk to, and I, I gotta talk to to Evan, and 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 we'll see what happens with him coming back. But did, would you pick up Slayton though? I mean, he's looked good.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know I don't I don't think he's gonna have much of a role down the stretch because you mentioned Shepard's back he saw nine targets yesterday Evan Ingram should be I hope he's back next week I, I guess maybe it's just wishful thinking because I've got Evan uh, yeah, I have him across quite a, quite a few yeah, teams I a and a lot, lot of shares yeah definitely need uh, need some tight end help
1: yeah uh, sticking uh, with the New York theme Sam Darnold has given you 21 plus in three straight games and he's playing Cincinnati you know what and he's got Miami since
2: he saw ghosts he's been pretty good for fantasy man dude the it's ghosts are gone he's the been, the he's been, been
1: exercised. Is that what it would be called? <laughs> exercised when you when you get the exorcist well, in there? Yeah, you exercise. The, the your demons. ghosts have been exercised. You, you, is that you, what it is? Uh, Eddie, look it up. I don't know because I, I don't, I, you know, sometimes you sound stupid. Exercising. Exercised. Exercising you're, The demons ghosts? have been. <laughs> whatever. He's not saying ghosts anymore. Yeah, you're right.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm right. Exercised. Um, no, but for, I mean. Cincinnati and Miami coming up, bro. It's really Two nice. straight good matchups. Yeah, and he, he, he's diced up the Redskins and Raiders the last couple of weeks. Yep. Ryan
1: Griffin um we talked about him last week. He scored another touchdown. Uh, that's all you need.
2: And he got paid last week, man. Good for him, man. Yeah, he Good did get him. paid. How do you think uh how do you think Chris Herndon's thinking right now? Well, God, darn it. Yeah, he's boy he wasn't able to get healthy all year.
1: Ryan Griffin still owned in over 50% of leagues on nfl.com. This guy has given you at least 10 points in let's see four of his last five and uh The one game that he, he, he is, didn't
2: do it, it was the game Chris Herndon came back yes. and then got hurt again. Yep. So uh, he needs to
1: be owned in all leagues. What do you think about A.J. Brown? I mentioned a big game. I love uh, look, I just don't trust Titans wide receiver.
2: I love the talent. I think A.J. Brown is a supremely talented player. And I I think I'd be buying in dynasty leagues. But for yeah, it's just not going to happen. None of these Titans receivers are going to happen for fantasy this year. Uh, Thoughts on Russell Gage. Yeah, keeps producing. He's he's just basically popped right back into that Muhammad Sanu role. But I, I think it's a pretty thin like receiver four play every single week. Yeah, he's been super get, cheap in DFS. Yeah, which, yep. Which I know has helped some people. And you got New Orleans coming up.
1: Uh, David Njoku is getting close, right? So um, he, if you need a tight end and you're willing to, to it, sort of throw a dart there, he's worth a look. And then don't forget, Damian Williams got hurt. Remember, LaShawn McCoy also got banged up. In Kansas City's game before the bye, now they've had a bye, so so it's, it's possible that these guys are going to be back. But a sneaky sort of ad might be Daryl Williams, right? If Damien's you know hurt more than we think, I've also seen McCoy out there on a lot. Of, I know, I know.
2: wires too. Tr- both, I think they're both ads. Do you right? Trust now. McCoy? No, I don't, I don't either. I don't trust anybody. In but this back but
1: field. so keep tabs on what's going on with Kansas City's backfield because I have said for a lot of this season, I keep saying I want to see Daryl Williams be the featured back. Not only because he's been effective when he's been given the opportunity, but I also love seeing a number 31 in a Kansas City uniform running the football because I'm nostalgic and I loved Priest Holmes.
2: He did get 11 carries. It was a season high for him uh, before their bye. So was because of the injury. So
1: Darrell Williams is uh, someone that in deeper leagues, or maybe just keep tabs on what's going on with Kansas City, just grab him and see what happens. And then again, guys, I'm crazy. That's fine. Whatever you want to call me. If you've got that stupid dead spot on your roster, pick up Antonio Brown and see what happens.
2: I'm just tired of chasing. See this what happens. Ch- I'm tired of chasing this Chiefs backfield fabs. I'm yeah. really tired of it. No, I know. It's I it's you. been it's been a merry-go-round all year.
1: So, this is uh, the part of the show where Marcus would do his uh
2: I don't think it's right. It's a little close, but head. I don't feel like doing yeah. it. I feel
1: like yeah. I can't. I can't do that. We we cannot know? we cannot send our That's, listeners that, off that, taking his. his, that, that, his would be, that would his be that would be like Graham trying to do Fabu. <laughs> I wouldn't like that.
2: I don't want to try. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to try.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I, I will say this: make sure you go out onto uh, your favorite podcast app and uh, rate and review us. Um, hopefully, you're enjoying the shows. We will be back on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, to break down the Thanksgiving Day games, and we have three of them, and there's a lot of fantasy implications. And then Graham and I will be back on Friday, so we're not missing any shows this week, despite the fact that we have a holiday, because that's what we do. We work during football season, even when the holidays are out. Graham and I may be a few pounds heavier on Friday, but we will be here. So until then, Marcus, feel better soon. Hopefully we will see you on Wednesday, guys. And uh, good luck with the Monday night matchup here. Good one. Rams, Ravens, hopefully Todd Gurley. We'll see 25 carries again because I need him as my RB1 for the rest of the season. Take it easy, guys.